Let me wish all of you a good afternoon from Dubai. My name is Sharad Agarwal. I'm the founder of OnlyWebinars.com. And today we have a very interesting topic for you, which is how to thrive in your new normal. You will all agree that this topic is very relevant and everybody wants to know what's next, what's coming up, and how do we thrive in this new normal? There is a very interesting study that I happened to read just yesterday. It's out by Zoom, and you can find uh, all details of this study on our blog. So all you have to do is visit onlywebinars.com, click on the blog uh, tab, and you can see the details. But what stood out for me were two factors. Uh, and by the way, they interviewed some 7,000 odd people in 10 countries. So it's a good mix of people from US, Europe, Middle East, and Asia. And what was common in the messaging was that a large majority of people said that they will continue to use video communications going forward, as in Zoom, Teams, whatever platform, but that is pretty much going to be a way of life, regardless of how the future might unfold. The second thing of significance was that two thirds of the people surveyed said that they are well prepared for the hybrid world, which means some would go to office, some would continue to work from home. And that's the new reality where I guess we have all prepared ourselves in our own ways. And it seems to work well for a lot of people because face it, you get a lot of quality time uh, with family which uh, you know before COVID was just not possible. And uh, I think uh, it's all about adapting and pivoting and uh, getting familiar with the new way of life, which of course Terry will discuss with us in details. And before I hand it over to Terry, I want to explain to you the format for today's webinar. Uh, you are, uh, you know, uh, feel free to ask us any questions using the chat window or the Q&A tab. And after Terry's presentation, I'll be happy to field your questions to her. And we'll have a 15 minute interactive Q&A session. Also, I want to let you know that there'll be a recording of this webinar available later today on our website, onlywebinars.com. You can go to the on-demand uh, webinar section and you will find that there. So feel free to share it with your friends, colleagues, family, etc. And now it is my honor to present to you uh, today's speaker, Terry Vincent. She's coming in all the way from Australia. Thank you, Terry, for uh, being here. And uh, let me just uh, do her introduction. Terry is an identity coach, a business mentor, a trainer, a public speaker, and she helps entrepreneurs around the world to create an impact in their ecosystem. She's also the founder of the Global Coaches Club. So you can see Terry wears multiple hats. And for me, what stood out for Terry was her purpose uh, in life. And it is her personal goal, which is to impact 1 million business owners. And for me, that is what makes her stand out compared to any other life coaches that I've ever spoken to. And I think she's well on her way to achieving that milestone. So congratulations, uh, 
Terry for uh, one uh, for being here uh, today to present to us and share your wisdom on this subject. And of course, I want to applaud you on your mission and I wish you all success in achieving that. And I hope uh, this webinar will be one step in that right direction. So now I hand it over to you, Terry, to take this forward. Over to you. Thanks, Sharon. I really, really appreciate this opportunity of being able to share uh, just a little bit of my passion with everyone. And thank you to everyone for giving their time. I really appreciate it. And this is the good thing about uh, so many of us that are now working from home that we do get the opportunity to be able to make time for more of these things, whereas previously it was a little bit more challenging. So over this next 40 minutes of so of presentation before we get into the Q&A, uh, I'm going to share, a, like I said, a little glimpse of what it is that I have of my knowledge and how I can best support you moving forward. So thank you, everyone. I'm just going to share my screen so that I've got a presentation for you all. Okay, so the thing with me sharing my screen is uh, I can't see you. So I can't see what you're with your writing. So Sherrod, I'm sure is um, keeping an eye on that. Sherrod, actually, can I ask you a little favor before sure. we do kick off? Mm -hmm. And that is um, at the end of this, if you can please make sure you save the chat and you'll understand why as I go through this, if you can save it and then send me a copy of that so that I um, have what everyone's got in there. So that would be super awesome. So thank you. So how to thrive in your new normal? Well, the interesting thing, I woke up today and I have a bit of a head cold. And in this new normal, we can't use the excuse of I'm too sick to go into the office <laughs> because basically for many of us, we are actually working from home, which is our office. So I'm just telling you that in advance, just in case I do need to cough or <laughs> to have a, a drink or something. So um, yeah, anyway, that's, um, that's where I'm at. So really, really appreciate this opportunity, like I said. And this is for me, it's been, I've been working like this for so many years now. To me, it's the new normal is, has been the normal. I haven't really known anything else. Like I have had offices in the past, but I have chosen to actually work from home for such a long time that, you know, it's like for me as, as the pandemic hit, there was nothing really uh, a real major difference. So it, it was kind of like, okay, well, maybe the what i have learned over these last like 10 or so years then i can share with others how they can take advantage of that as well so to go from this oh my god how do i work from home like to a thriving where you're super happy is is very much what this is about so it's a little bit of fun but i do want to tell you a little bit more about myself thanks sharon for the introduction but just to give you a little bit more, more insight because if you can relate to who I am and what I do, it gives you the opportunity to see uh, what's at your fingertips. So as you can see, um, yeah, identity coach is, is very key for me. That is very much about supporting you to gain your identity, which is really super, super important in, in this time. Um, but impact-driven business coach is really what I'm priding myself as at the moment. And that is, it's about supporting you to be able to create an impact for yourself, your clients and the world as a whole. Because as you know, what's happened over the last 
uh, say 12, 18 months has made a major negative impact in so many ways in so many countries. So this is our opportunity to be a real stand for a positive impact that we can make as, you know, as entrepreneurs, as business owners, as, uh, as people in general. So that's what I do as a coach. So it, it's shifted a little bit. Identity is still key, but it's very much about the impact driven side of it, which I'll explain to you as we go through this. Uh, one of my companies is Global Impact Entrepreneurs, and that is very much about a trusted community where people do connect, collaborate, and contribute. So very, this is very much, as you can see, about the impact side again. Uh, it's, I, I set that up with another business partner for us to be able to really show the value of the connections, the high level connections that we have and that we can make for you and how we can promote you. But it's not only about that, that word impact is, is coming through very strong in that it's the contribution that we can make uh, to the world and all that's going on. So that's been going for um, just over a year now and we've got an amazing community of people in there. Uh, TCB, which is my main umbrella company, which is where my coaching training facilitating um, sits under, is was brought about to be able to really support the entrepreneurs in the world to create, um, at that time it was, it was contribute and impact has come into that. And the only business, the last business, the only business that cannot be really done remotely is the one that I partner with my husband, which is called VMS, uh, Vincent Mechanical Services. And this is where we support mining companies uh, with labour hire and underground um, maintenance. So that cannot be done remotely, although I think the world is heading where nearly everything could be remote before long. But there are a few of the, the um, my companies that I've got the pleasure to either partner with or to um, you know run on, under my own brand as well. So I tell you that because you can be someone that's that's sitting at home that has their finger in lots of different pies and being able to um, support in so many different ways, which is really what being an entrepreneur is about. Okay, so today is very much, this afternoon, is very much about doing something great. And doing something great is what we all have the opportunity to do. And I've got something really special to share with you, and this is why I've asked Sherrod to be able to save the chat. So uh, what I'm going to do is show you how we, from working from home, um, in the normal that we are sitting in at the moment, and who knows what that will look like a year down the track, but how you can make an impact. So this uh, webinar is very much about engagement. So what I want to do is share with you how uh, as individuals, not only by your time that you're giving me your time to show up to let me share my wisdom with you, but I'm also going to make an impact on your behalf. So at the moment where we sit with so much like tragedy going on in the world, there is so many ways that we can make a, a profound difference without even really realising it. And I'm giving you the opportunity to do that through me. So it could be that education is super, super important to you. So educating a child, for example, could be educating a business owner, it could be education in any way, shape or form. 
Another thing that could be super important to you, which is, a, is around impact, uh, is planting trees. We all know that, you know, the um, devastation that's been out there with the, you know, so many different things happening and, and needing to replant trees. So it could be that this is something that's super important to you. Or the third one, which has the pandemic has caused so much of across the world is homelessness and not having access to what many of us are so privileged to have, which is good um, food, you know, just a meal and, you know, shelter. So the reason that there are these letters ETH is because what I'm going to ask you to do, and you can, I can't see the chat by the way, but you can go in and write in the chat who you are, where you're from, and you can choose one of these letters. So put a space after the last word you have and then put one of these letters. So E if education is important to you, T if planting a tree is important to you, or H if homelessness or you know being able to support homelessness. So if you put an E, for every person that puts an E, 11 children will get access to education. It's for every single person that puts an E. So you can do this as many times you want. It's not just now, it's all the way through. That's why I need a copy of the chat. Um, this is all automated. So it will actually set it up in such a way that I'll be contributing this on your behalf. For every T, if you choose to put a T, so just put one letter, but you can comment multiple times. For every T, um, we will plant a tree in Kenya for you. And for every H, it will provide uh, 11 uh, people with a meal. So homeless people with a meal. So E, T or H uh, is simply a letter of your choice at the end of on the chat message. So it also gets me to look back and I'm obviously missing the opportunity to read. So it lets me look back and see where you're from. And um, yeah, it, it'll count up all the letters. So you can see this is something all of you could do too, to get this automation and to know that you're contributing it Sometimes just one cent is all it takes to make a massive impact. Uh, and we can do this from home. It used to be the days where you'd go out and you'd volunteer or you'd be paying money to Red Cross or different organisations. Well, now we can simply do it by sitting at our computers. This is 100% the way forward with the new normal of being able to make a profound difference without even really getting out of our chairs uh, or leaving our homes. Uh, I still do love the opportunity to be able to do it in person, but it's a great way to do it right now. So please remember all the way through this, every time you type anything in the chat, you can put ET or H, so please write them down so that you remember uh, at the end. And then I will absolutely, I'll be letting you all know how much we actually contributed to each uh, after the webinar. So that's awesome, thank you. All right. Now, I want everyone to put in the chat, and I can't see your answers again, who you think this man is. So I'm just going to um, move Sherrod and my faces out of the way. And yeah, so into the chat now, you can go and type it in. I'll just play a little bit of music. <clears throat>
All right, Sharad, do you, can you just read out a couple that have come through? Marvin Gaye, is that right? Oh, first up, first up, first right. up. I love it. Most people actually don't say Marvin Gaye. They say Bob Marley. So okay. thank you. Thank you to the person who said Marvin Gaye. Yeah, it absolutely is. And I mean, it's, it's really about the song more than the person. But what I wanted to express here is, you know, you can make a little bit of fun out of Zoom out of having a webinar and creating something where people are more engaged because they don't know what's coming up. So you could think I'm going to talk about Marvin Gaye right now, but I'm not. I was just using him as an example to get the engagement. And this is what's really, really important in these time, how you can really thrive is to make sure you're doing things that are really engaging. But what this is about is right now, as you know, there has been a massive shift a massive shift and it's shifting even further it will keep moving in that direction of uh you know the a little bit of the unknown we don't know where we're heading we don't know how predictable it's going to be we do know how we can react to it and that's probably the biggest thing to understand is that as the shift is happening it's our reactions that's going to make the biggest difference as to how um, we respond to it moving forward. So, you know, understand and be ready to know for the shifts as they come through. And uh, yeah, just um, making sure that you're prepared is, is the biggest uh, thing to think of here. Okay, here's a bit of an exercise that I want you all to do. So we need to have a piece of paper if you've got a notebook, uh, a bit of paper off your printer or whatever it is and we are going to have it in landscape like this uh, and this is called the sea of sameness so this is where we're in a massive big open open ocean or the sea of sameness where things are pretty much sitting the way that they're sitting obviously we get the rough oceans and we get the calmer oceans but it's all pretty much across the board the sea of sameness so get out your piece of paper and then what i want you to draw is your ocean so this is the the top of the ocean it's going to be drawing the top of the ocean so it can be calm or, or rough depending on on what you want it to be then you are going to draw a triangle like this with the water going up the triangle. Uh, some of you may have already started to get that. Um, this is very related to the iceberg from the, that sunk the Titanic. Uh, so therefore there's a lot of this that's under the water. And this is what we call standard. So standard is where most entrepreneurs sit. They sit in a place of what can't be seen by so many it's really below the water and they're not being seen enough by people out there and this is what's happening with people now moving from an office into home where they're less visible we've got um, zoom we've got webinars we've got a, a lot of different ways to communicate but they're less visible because they're they're below the surface they think because they're at home they're almost hiding so we want to be able to move from standard to stand out and this is where you are seen. Now, I quite often get people say to me, how do you, how do I, or you're doing it like myself, I'm doing it, but how does the person become a standout coach? 
And it really is about that unique selling proposition. It's about that differentiation. So it's it's entrepreneurs in general, business owners in general, or or maybe even that you're in a role that, you know, how do I become a standout? It really is about being having your head out and really letting people see who you are. So we'll go through that a little bit as we as we move on. What I would love you to do now, and you can do this for yourself, uh, you can go, remember you can put the ETH also at the, at the end of your message, but you go and rate yourself out of 10. Obviously you can see here 10 out of 10 means you're the, you already believe 100% that you're a standout in what you do. Um, zero is you're just sitting right at that bottom of the, of the ocean floor, the sea floor. So put where you're at into that. Uh, and this is, I mean, not so much for me, this is for you to understand of where you sit and knowing that there's a lot more standard than there is standout in this. And you want to be sitting at that standout bit. If you're nowhere near that, that's fine. There's a lot of opportunities, a lot of things that can happen for you to get to that standout phase. If you're sitting at the top, but you still, you, you, you might've say you gave yourself an eight, but you're still not fully happy of what's happening. It could be that you've rated yourself too high or you just haven't got everything in place to be able to get to that next step. So whatever score you give you is perfectly fine. But most entrepreneurs are sitting at standard. We want everyone to be sitting at that standout if that's something that you choose. So please go and make sure you've done that. Okay, put that in the chat, as I said. All right, so this is very much about a critical shift that we want to have in place. So at the moment, uh, even looking back, it's very much about the inputs, you know, what inputs we are having as opposed to the outcomes. So we, you know, even like, I mean, I had many, many years of employment before I started my own business as a coach. And it was all about the inputs, you know, what, what hours you're inputting, um, what you're giving uh, to the other team members, whatever it is, it was very much measured on inputs and not on outcomes. With the how to thrive in your new normal is very much now about measuring outcomes as opposed to inputs. So there's a critical shift that's happening and we need to be very, very clear that we want to be measuring outcomes, but we don't want to be measuring outcomes in what we believe they are we want to be measuring the outcomes that our clients know are happening. So it's moving from the inputs we think. It's the difference between we think we're giving value to a client to we know we're giving value to the client because the client is telling us that we're giving value to them. They're not only telling us by testimonials, they're telling us by repeat business. So we're measuring our business on the lifetime value as a, of a client rather than how much we just um, made from a client, whether it's a, a product or service that we've offered uh, or whether it's even, you've, like I said, you may have a role in an organisation where it's the outcome side of it that's way more important to measure now to make sure that you're consistently growing in that organisation as opposed to the inputs that you're putting in. So you can see here inputs is about I'm an entrepreneur, uh, outputs is I changed my clients' lives. So you're going from standard to standout and it's very client focused. 
So knowing how to get to that standout is where you have to be directing your attention to the client. And it, the value is not measured in any way, shape or form by what we think the value it is. They tell us, the clients will tell us what the value is. So it's the systems and structures that we put in place that deliver that value to the clients and the clients going, you've got it. And just a quick example of this from, from my own experience, I have bought uh, many programs online without even knowing who the person was that was going to deliver it because they were so focused on me and my, the problems that were being solved for me and they had the systems and structures in place. It was such an easy decision for me to say yes and then go, wow, if this is this good, imagine how good the actual mentor is going to be that's delivering it and never ever being disappointed with it because they were very client focused. Um, they spoke exactly to the problems that I needed a solution for. So this is where it's, it's cru um, crucial that you get this part right. And this is where there's, I spoke about the value of, of this webinar is very much about the, um, the filling the gaps. And this is a gap that people have that they don't realise is there until you actually find that you get to a point where you say, why am I not getting enough clients? You know, and it's because you're not, it's not obvious to you that you, you think you're doing a great job, but your clients are always the one that's going to tell you that you're doing a great job. So super, super important that you focus on that. So let's look how we go from standard to standout to stand for, so it's even a step above what uh, you we've been talking about. And this is where the impact side of it comes in and this is why I've, I've moved the way that I communicate with people to very much about how we working from home or how we contributing at a different level, that pivoting that so many of us have had to do, which is a, such an overused word now. Um, pivot is uh, it's been there since um, the pandemic hit. It's still there. It is an overused word, but it's absolutely a word that every, so many people need to understand. Uh, and it's not about, it, it's, it is about, sorry, it's about moving from one way of doing business to another but it's also about moving from one way of showing up to another. So instead of being, this is the way we've done it, where we created a standard, we might rise, raise those standards occasionally, but we've created a standard. And then we say, well, if I wanna be different than the others out there, because I'm, I'm operating at a very level playing field with so many different people, I need to stand out and then go, well, now I'm at this, the standards raised even further, I'm at a standout. If I don't show people what I'm a stand for, which is bigger than myself, what my real purpose is, what impact I really want to make, even if it's not a global impact from, I want to uh, make sure I plant a million trees, you know, even if it's not at that level, which for many of you, I do understand that you would be thinking far greater than yourself. It could be, what am I standing for with what I'm doing? And how much am I communicating that to my market? So this is very much about being a stand for something bigger than you. Now let's take it a step further, which is where you will understand this is where Impact Driven came in for me. And it was a conversation with a beautiful friend of mine, Mr. Paul Dunn, 
who's got a company called B1G1, buy one, give one. Uh, and it's all about impact. And he said to me, the day that you see yourself as purpose driven and impact driven is the day that you really stand out from others and you can differentiate at a whole different level. So we go, you become impact driven and everything changes. And, you know, this is exactly what's been happening for me. It's like showing my purpose, not being afraid to share your legacy and your purpose with with others because it's very, very key. And, and there's a, an awesome man called Simon Sinek that some of you may have heard of. So people don't buy what you do, they buy why you do, why you do what you do. And that's when everything changes, when you are sharing that why and um, why the impact side of it is so, so important moving, moving forward. Okay, so this is for you and your clients, as you can see there. All right, so we think that working from home, this is our blue screen, it's coming. <laughs> um, this is, uh, uh, we think working from home can be a really lonely place because we're used to some of us, some of us thrive on the connection that's within an office and some of us thrive on being in our own space. So for some of you being at home, it now is a great opportunity to finally get away from you know, the, the chatter and, and that's going on. And, and some of you will relate to that. For others, it's like, how do I really get a strong connection when I don't have the opportunity to have people around me? But we are doing it right now. You know, there's never a better time than to connect than we are right now. And that was when I actually took a more of a local um, networking program that I had, which is how Global Impact Entrepreneurs started was it was Perth, which is the city in my state of Western Australia. Uh, I was running a local networking group called Perth Entrepreneur Social. When the pandemic hit, I suddenly couldn't run them locally anymore. And I've got such a broad network, a global network. I thought if I'm going to keep the connection going, I need to make it local, uh, global. So that's when it became glo Global Impact Entrepreneurs. And now I have a greater connection with so many people globally than I ever thought was possible. So one thing I will say, it is far easier to create a global business than it is a local business now. So to offer your, your markets bigger and to offer your products and services and create that connection is far bigger because uh, like working with Sharad, like working with Nira Shah, who introduced me to Sharad, you know, who's in India, all these different people that we have connections to or we can collaborate with because someone can introduce us. Whereas before we were just focusing on our, um, our connections that we've got locally. So with the connections being at that high level, it brings more clarity of what it is that we're looking to offer to others. And what comes hand in hand with that is you have a real clear why you're doing what you're doing, which comes back to that impact driven, which comes back to your purpose of why you're doing. So you relate impact to the word purpose. So what is your greater purpose? What is your leg legacy? So, and in, but impact doesn't need to mean um, like contribution financially. Impact is the real difference that you can make, whether it's through what you offer or, you know, it's those aha moments that your clients get when they do business with you, when they're going, 
wow, that's amazing. And they become raving fans and they want to go and tell others, then you know you've made a real impact. So it's super important that you get the distinction between it. And your purpose is the reason why you wake up every day. So if I can say to each and every one of you, you should all have a really clear why statement. You know, and it's why do you get out of bed every morning? What's that bigger purpose? It can be linked directly to your family. It can be linked directly to um, saving the world. It's, it's yours. There's no right or wrong with this. So make sure you've got a really clear why statement. Okay, so one of the things that's super, super important is your, um, your mindset around this. There does need to be a shift in mindset when you're going from working in an office or knowing that you've got the ability to go into an office or knowing that all your meetings are going to be live in person as opposed to uh, where I have coffee meets where I say, okay, bring your coffee or whatever you're drinking, we're going to meet on Zoom. And I can meet people at all different, across all different time zones um, from the comfort of my own home. So work-life balance is used to be about making sure that you don't work too much while you're at home and, you know, like your, your day finishes at a certain time, which I still agree that very much needs to be the case. But where this is different now is you need to create a rhythm and a balance for yourself, knowing that if you've got your office set up in a room in your house, that in the next room could be your family or there could be outside that window, you know, beautiful nature. You've, you've bought your house or you're living in a place where you love to live because it's in nature. And it's creating that balance between the two. It's not just about okay, I normally would be working from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. and that's the office and you're sure I might have breaks where I'll get up. You need to create a rhythm of that balance because it makes it so much easier for you to be working from home knowing that I'm doing a two-hour block of work and then I'm going to go and say hello to my children and have a play with them for 20 minutes or I'm going to go out for a walk outside into in nature and make sure that you're creating that balance whatever rhythm works for you is about knowing that your mindset needs to shift away from the old way of doing work into the new way of doing it which is what works for you and there's no right or wrong it's creating a rhythm that works for you i find myself that um Two hours is more than my backside can usually endure sitting on it. Uh, and I like to get up and walk around and sometimes, you know, the stand-up desks and different things. But being able to get out, um, speak to my husband, speak, you know, pat the dog, have a play, um, go for a walk around the block, um, two hours is good and then give myself a 15-minute break for that and whatever it works. And for some of you, you might work better at night. You know, it might be a time that's more beneficial for you to work and that's okay. Create a rhythm that works for you, but make sure you've got it uh, and not be where um, many organisations may dictate that we need this much uh, like input going back to the previous slides um, coming from you. But a lot of organisations are now saying as long as we get the outcomes coming from you, the results that we're looking for, then we're more than happy that you work the hours that you want to work. 
so it works effectively for you. But if you're an entrepreneur, this is about creating a rhythm that works for you. Okay, another thing super important, which is a bit of a segue from what we were just on, is about creating an inspiring environment for yourself. So whatever that looks like, create something that makes you feel that when you are working, you're in a beautiful place. Whether it's plants, whether it's um, a window, like I'm looking out on trees at the moment, whether it's paintings on your wall, whatever it is that makes you feel comfortable. And what I would suggest is you move things around a little bit, don't get too stagnant, because environment is super important to make sure that as things change out in the world, uh, you're very much um, you're comfortable, you're getting comfortable, but not too comfortable that it becomes, um, you know, a standard. Once again, we're looking at, uh, you know, how to be a standout. So that people even say to you, like, Jared's got his background, I can see that, he's got his Zoom background, and that's a really awesome thing about Zoom. You can, you can get yourself a green screen, you can put all these different backgrounds up, and people can go, where are you today? You're on a tropical island. Or you can create your own. And you know, there's a lot of ways to do it, but an environment, creating an environment is super important with this. Okay, moving on. Um, just to get really clear, the biggest thing that I've seen has made a massive difference to my clients, and I've been working with this for years. This is not just about a now thing, but for many of you it may be, and it's sitting down and really creating and writing that future vision of where you want things to be. You know, it's like we don't know what's gonna happen. We never ever we didn't predict this coming. We've just had to live with the consequences and the opportunities of what's happened to us. So right now, you can write a vision of how you would like your life to be in a certain amount of time. Now, things will change one way or the other, but it's up to you to create that vision. I'm talking 10 years down the track back to five, back to three, and then down to 12 months. Having this vision of where you would love to see in the future, for you and your clients, what it looks like, um, whether you're collaborating, partnerships, what your cash flow could look like, or anything is really writing that story and starting it off, I am so grateful, and then put the date of the vision, whether it's 10 years, five years, three years, or 12 months, some people can't see beyond 12 months. So put, it is um, the 18th of May, uh, 2022, and I'm so grateful for, and you write the vision of what that would look like. So having a future vision is really key to this, to the next part, which is about um, planning for the short term and the long term future. So this is knowing what are we doing now that uh, it, you know, like if we look at the financial side of what we're doing, our measurement side, there's never been any uh, far greater opportunities for investments than there is now, even with property and, you know, whether it's cryptocurrency or, or you know, trading the stock market or whatever it is, the opportunities are abundant because so many people uh, are doing this, like working from home and creating these opportunities. So you can then write into your future vision what your planning is. What's the short term and what's the long term and how are you growing uh, for the future? Okay, then, and the, the real last bit that I want to share with you before we get into the Q&A is about um, knowing which key unlocks the shackles. This is about the gaps, the real gaps in your business and knowing that there's so many 
things that you can't see because you're so much in it. So we're in, and it's exactly the same for me, it's the same for all of us. We can only see what's there. We can try and think what's going on, but we can't see beyond what our vision allows us to. So the best way to do this is to get support from others that can actually helicopter view to see what's going on. But if we bring back the future vision and the planning side, to know where the gaps are is about creating even shorter plans. So it's breaking your business down into from the 12 months, let's go the 12 month um, plans and goals that you're setting and moving them back into uh, 90 days. So breaking your year into four different 90 day blocks and creating, well, what do I want to achieve in the 12 months and what do each of those quarters look like? So there's four quarters in the year and then we start with the first quarter. If you were to start right now, you'd be planning 90 days ahead. You'd say, what do I want it to look like from three different perspectives? Financially, what am I developing and what am I learning in this next three, uh, three months? So 13 weeks it, it works out to. So uh, financial, my financial objectives, my developmental objectives and my learning objectives. If you get clear on what those are and then you work a plan back on how you're going to achieve it, depending on where your business is at, you will easily start to see some gaps that you wouldn't have seen before. Because as you're working back, you're going, okay, in order to achieve that, for example, if you're launching a new program, in order to achieve that, you're going to have to say, if I'm launching that program and I want to achieve 50,000 US dollars in this quarter, then how am I actually going to achieve that if I don't have the community of where I'm going to get my clients from? So, okay, well, here's a gap. I don't have a solid community. What am I gonna do about that? Or it could be that I'm developing a program, but I'm not really that good at content writing. So you go, yeah, I'll just launch this new program. I know a lot of stuff, but there's a whole system and process that needs to go into place in order to achieve that. You start to see that your gap could be that you very much need to get someone to support you with that content writing of being able to document and create something evergreen that you can sell over and over and over again. Uh, or it could be that um, you've learned everything that you think you need to learn, but when you really start to put your plan together, you realize that there are major gaps in your learning and you don't need to do everything you're learning. You need to understand what you're learning and then you can get other people to do it. So for example, um, like I've just hired who I believe is the world's best virtual assistant. Um, so she is absolutely amazing. And I've had virtual assistants before I do have other team. The biggest thing for me was knowing that, okay, I, she, she asked me, what gaps do you need filling? And I said, you know what, until we actually start working together, I don't know. So what I did is I knew I needed this support for a program I'm launching. So I found a virtual assistant and I said, let's work it out together. So therefore she showed me gaps that I wouldn't have even seen were there because she's thinking differently. She's thinking from a different perspective. So it very, very much comes back to mindset. So this has been very, uh, a very quick touch on 
what um, you can consider moving forward. And I could be, as you can imagine, I could be talking through this all day and keep going. But I do want to, I'm going to stop sharing my screen. If I can get up here somewhere. I've lost my cursor. Let me just find. There we go. Um, so we have time for question and answers. Uh, so Sherrod, over to yes. you. Yeah, thanks, Terry. Very insightful. And we have quite a few questions. So I'm just going to uh, ask you a few now. Uh, there is one question from Brigadier Basin, who is coming in from Mumbai, India. He was actually a speaker at one of the earlier webinars that we had organized. And he's a specialist in time management. And his uh, question to you is, uh, around the concept where you talked about moving from standard to impactful, uh, he missed out a little bit uh, in that part. So he wants you to elaborate how one can really uh, move from being standard to the impactful stage. Oh, that's an amazing question. Thank you. Uh, and time management, you're a master because <laughs> it's something that most of us don't master. Um, yeah, going from, I mean, standard, like if we remember in the beginning with the sea of sameness, when you drew your ocean and where majority are sitting below the level because they're following the norm, you know, what's happening out there to actually going to being a stand out. So the standout is like where your head is above the ocean and we, we can't always see what's below it, but apart from the fact we've been there and going for stand to stand for. So it's moving from being a standout, which means the market definitely know that you're somebody different. It's like me being a business coach and saying, I'm a business coach and say, yeah, everyone's a business coach. How many times have you heard that? Uh, you don't need, you just need to say it and I'm a business coach. I'm a standout business coach by saying I'm an identity coach or I'm an impact-driven business coach. And then the, the next step, which is going more for the stand for and on, and on to impact, is when I am connecting what I do as a standout to my greater purpose. So, and this is where you all need to be very, very clear. There is, uh, if anyone's interested, you can connect with me outside of this. I can give you the link to do your purpose test. It all aligns with the, um, the SDGs, United Nations Sustainable Development Goals, where you then go, how do I become standard and move all the way through to impact driven? It's connecting to that purpose, your legacy of what you're doing. So hopefully that answered that question. Yeah, great. In any case, I'll uh, provide Brigadier Basin your contact study so he can connect with you uh, for yeah, some perfect. more inspiration on this topic. Also, I noted that, you know, when you look at uh, corporate websites, they have a mission statement, they have a vision statement. And what many times they are missing is a statement of purpose, which is obviously, you know, different than mission and vision, which is quite standard. So I, I really wish that companies would look at their purpose of their existence and what change they want to bring about in society, right, around them. So I think organizations uh, have to start uh, looking at defining their purpose and then state it for their clients and, you know, other people in their ecosystem to recognize how they probably stand out, right, from the rest of the crowd. So uh, that is uh, just a comment, but not a question. There are a lot of questions that have come in from George Hopkins from UK. 
Um, I'll just read out a few of his questions. He wants your take on whether COVID and the new normal, uh, what have they done for globalization? Has it helped or hindered? I think it depends very much. This is just my opinion, obviously, on um, who's talking about it. In my view, it's, it's like if we look at what's happening from a, um, an individual country and the governments and what the governments are doing, uh, I say there's a lot of hindrance going on from that perspective. If we look at it from an entrepreneurial perspective and the opportunities that are there for us to make a profound difference, I think it's, it's definitely helping, but it's the, it depends which angle people are coming from. And I always say, you know, for, for the way that we're um, moving, the direction that we're moving where we are so global now, it's really up to us to be a stand for this. And like you said, Sherad, is to um, be very, you know, clear on what our purpose is and knowing that we're all, we're all moving in a similar direction. It's not about we're trying to be separated and, you know, we are definitely moving in a, a, in a direction that's conducive of so many of us. But too many are, are afraid to, you know, stand up and, and speak. And it's, it's going to take a solid voice. And the voice is not one person. The voice is, um, a, you know, a, global, a globe of people that are going to stand up and, and make that difference. Right. Uh, there is uh, Tina uh, Jonasson. I hope I pronounced that correctly in the chat. She doesn't have a question, but she says, uh, Terry, you are a standout mentor. And she gives you <laughs> her highest recommendation. So good no. on you, Terry. Yeah, I, I second Thanks, that. Thanks, Tina. Yeah. Uh, thank hey. you. Thank you, Tina. I do know very, Tina very well. We've known each other for a very, very long time. And this is the other thing that I will say is the benefit of what we can do right now in the way that things are moving forward is to build such strong, amazing connections where we really do get to support each other at levels that we never thought possible. And I never thought, you know, 10 years ago that I would have the connections. I would never have imagined that I would be doing a webinar like this to some people that I would probably have not got the opportunity to meet in person because I wouldn't have gone there. I've been to Dubai, by the way, so and I love it, um, but I wouldn't have thought it. So the connections and the people like Tina and yourself and Neeraj and all the different people now uh, are there. You know, it's just a it's just a Zoom call away. It's just Absolutely. someone saying, you know, Shara, I'd like saying to you, there's I've got someone amazing that I think you should meet that, you know, I could see the value of what you're doing collaborating together. We wouldn't have had that opportunity before. So the connections and, you know, like I said, if you remember the slide, the connection to the clarity to the why, if we look at it in that way that it is about the people we can connect to, the clarity we can get based on the purpose that we are all living into, then it's so much better place for us to live in. Instead of like so many of us, it was just the, the borders of like Australia's like this island Right, it's yeah. an island on its own, surrounded everywhere by ocean. There's not the closest country to us is well, it's probably Indonesia, but it's um or New Zealand, um. But we're insular. We're very insular now. We're not. It's like, is there an ocean between us? There's a Zoom call between Absolutely. us. Absolutely. Uh, so George uh, made another comment, uh, which was, you know, some people are making a complete hash of their work-life balance because they don't know when to switch off. They're always on. 
So I think that's a challenge a lot of people are facing working from home. So do you have any advice apart from what you've already given during your presentation to people who are finding it hard to disengage or take a break from work? What would be your good advice to them? And this, this is always a good one. And I say, if you've got someone that is in your home that can hold you accountable to this, you get an agreement with that person. Because I, I can do it myself. I can sit there and it switch off time and then go, oh, I forgot to do that. And it's easy to grow, go and grab the laptop and put it in and sit and maybe we're watching a movie or having a conversation. So I've just got to do this first uh, to get the permission from the other person to hold you accountable to it is really, really key. That's the best advice. You've got to have someone strong enough to say, well, we've got an agreement. So when you, when you are working from home, it should be that, you know, if you're working from an office and you've been employed, you have someone that's like your uh, employer or your boss or whatever you want to call them who are holding you to account. You need to have that same sort of focus with your family. So whether it's your family or it's, you know, it's even like you might be sharing a house with someone or whatever it is to get that agreement and just say, all right, when these situations happen, I, I give you permission to tell me to shut it down, you know, to shut down the laptop or whatever. Uh, it's just getting those agreements. The other thing, uh, if you don't have that, and a lot of people obviously live on their own, is to get a buddy, like an accountability buddy, um, which could be anywhere in the world that you both have an agreement that you connect in at certain times during the day. Now, I will say there is something else I do, and if anyone's interested in this, and it's not mine, but it's called Wealth Dynamics Profiling or Talent Dynamics Profiling, belongs to a, a mentor of mine, Roger James Hamilton. But that's where I go through where it's sometimes a lot easier for some people to switch off than others, because it depends on your natural strengths and those um, highly in, innovative and creative profiles find it very hard to switch off, particularly when they're working from their office, uh, from their home, which is their office, where it's their minds just continually. And anyone listening that will relate to me, if you sit in that um, those areas where you'll say, you're the ones that wake up in the night with an idea and then you can't get back to sleep. And then the old saying of have a notebook next to your bed and write down the idea and go back to sleep is almost impossible to do because your brain's still going. So it really is having that accountability from a person knowing that you have to get that balance. If you don't get it while you're working at home, you, you, you've got to create it for yourself. So get a buddy is probably a good way to do it. Or the wife or the husband or whoever that is that can call you on it. Right. Uh, thanks, Terry. I think uh, it's uh, time for me to now uh, thank everybody and sign off uh, for today. So I appreciate all uh, the content that you shared with us. I'm sure it is going to help all of us in our daily lives. I want to thank uh, the audience for spending their 60 minutes uh, with us. Uh, stay connected with us. You know how to reach out to us. Uh, we have another interesting webinar coming up on 25th of May. Uh, it's entitled, What's Next? Because, you know, that's a question on everybody's minds. So Terry, do join in if you are free. It's yeah. on uh, 25th uh, May at uh, 6 p.m. Dubai time. And it's 6 p.m. because we are having speakers come in from France and from New York. 
So we are going to get global perspective on how people are looking at the future and how they are drawing up the roadmap. And there's some practical advice being given in that webinar. So you can go to onlywebinars.com and register for that one. After a few hours, like I said before, there'll be a recording of this webinar available on our site. And finally, I want to leave you with this thought, uh, which is 10% in life is what happens to you. And 90% is how you react to it. So I think Terry has prepared us well in terms of figuring out how we are going to react to the changes that will come our way. And we are better prepared and better equipped. So on that optimistic note, I say bye to you. Thanks, Terry, once again for all your inputs. We'll stay connected. And thank you, audience. See you on the other side next week. Bye for now. Everybody stay safe. Bye-bye. Thank you.